Hi, I'm Jason Schwimmer. You're about to hear a preview for the second Patreon-exclusive, full-length interview with someone featured on my podcast, Finding DW. In this episode, you'll hear my conversation with Jeremy Kirkland. I'm sure this comes as no surprise to anyone, but I love podcasts. And in early 2020, I responded to a call to action from my favorite podcast, Blammo, hosted by Jeremy Kirkland. He was asking the audience if anyone wanted to get involved with the show, and I thought that sounded like a cool idea, so I reached out. Over the years, I've gotten into the habit of sending emails like that, or applying to jobs, fully anticipating that I won't hear back. But long story short, in August 2020, I started working for Jeremy's podcast, Blamo. Eventually, I worked up the courage to tell Jeremy about my idea for Finding DW, and he agreed to let me interview him. What you're about to hear is that interview. We talk about making podcasts, the hosts that influence him, and how building a career in media is hard work. This conversation is a little all over the place, but I've learned a ton from chats like this one with Jeremy, and it'll always be the coolest thing ever that this interview actually happened. Anyway, here's my conversation with Jeremy Kirkland. So question number one is, um, is why did you decide on making a podcast rather than a documentary, writing a book, or something else when you had the idea for Blamo. I don't know if it was either or. You know, I mean, first off, I'm I'm a, a writer in print sometimes. Like, in, I'll write about watches or I'll write... But I'm actually, I'm a really bad writer. Um, and I didn't realize that until I read Good Writers. And you're like, oh, like, this, this isn't just me regurgitating facts like you need to have a voice you need to establish that and I but I never really looked at a, it was either oh a podcast or a book or some sort of thing um I just wanted to find a way I mean this sounds so cheesy but I just wanted to find a way to um kind of capture some of the conversations that I had had with friends of mine all of which were far more intelligent and successful than me um I mean, it's, it's just the truth where it's like, you know, you, over, over time you, you, you be in some sort of industry or something long enough, you, you see people grow and they, you know, climb the ladder for lack of a better term. And a bunch of my buddies had really gotten up there. And so I just wanted to, to talk to them to have a better understanding of how that, how that worked. Um, you know, and also at the time, um, Sorry, my coat, if it's too noisy, let me know. Um, at the time, there weren't really any podcasts like that. Um, do, you know what I mean? Like, there there wasn't a men's, there wasn't a podcast about, like, men's fashion. Even when I started Blamo, Blamo itself was going to be a, it was like, if I look back at it, it's all cringeworthy. But it was going to be something along the lines of, culture tech fashion all these other things into it was so ambiguous uh that there was just no focus to it and so I, I didn't really know exactly like what I was doing and the good thing is it was okay like it, there, there wasn't like I'm gonna do this and make money it was just like hey this would be fun to do but my mindset throughout making it has always been about like don't half-ass anything like if you're gonna if you are gonna make something and you are gonna ask for a friend of yours time to sit there and talk to you about stuff that you you probably know like I I do know how their career was started 
um, then it would be an insult to them if I wasn't doing the absolute best I could in terms of making it something that was presentable and, and special and that reflected the conversation I was trying to have. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, reflecting that conversation in the best light possible, you felt like, um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you felt like it was, it would show better or it would reflect the conversation more holistically in uh, podcast form rather than say you then transcribing the conversation or, or trying to write a piece. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you can't discern tone over text, yeah. right? If you're a very gifted writer, you can. Like, if you're Dickens, you can feel, you know, the emotion in, in, the, in the stories that he's written. Um, but with, if you're me, I don't know how to do that. Like, I, I'm just not good at it. So it's much easier and honest to let that happen if there's a pause in someone's voice. You can you can hear that. You can hear the the tension. You can hear um, if someone's nervous. You can hear whether or not they actually believe what they're saying. If they're kind of backpedaling, and you know, like, and that that's you can only capture that with the with an actual recording of the person that's saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just uh, and you know, a lot of hosts of podcasts vary in terms of their their experience in the field. Of the subject of their podcast so like um you know a movie podcast can be hosted by either uh you know someone who's just a fan of movies who doesn't have a job in that industry or you know maybe some big time hollywood celebrity how does your background in uh in music and working in the music industry inform um your podcast production so for me when i was i originally moved to new york to play music um i grew up my dad was a musician. I grew up around a, a recording studio. Um, not that I was a pro in any way, but I did have some mild understandings of how sonic recordings could be done and done better. Um, I worked at Sony Music Studios for a very, very tiny bit when I had first moved to New York before it got shut down. Um and I also got to be around other producers and other people uh, in addition to recording my own music and working with uh, a producer named Kyle Johnson. And what was great there is you you also got to see there's a lot of psychology in audio recording. Um, an example would be uh, and this is stuff that's, like, documented across the board, right? Like, Brian Wilson would do this, uh, the Beach Boys. Um, you know, I mean, you just look at all sorts of recording. Like, Steely Dan is probably one of the best examples into which they would do all these mental activities and just take upon take to get people in the right frame of mind to express themselves and whatever it was going to be, right? In, in this case, it was all musicians. But there's something that would happen along those lines with just speaking your voice, Um you, you, especially in podcasting, right? I mean, and this is this is not a secret in any way, shape, or form, but it takes a while for people to warm up, mm-hmm. right? Like once people know, it's there's like this joke of like red light syndrome, which is like the red light of a recording, and someone when someone sees it, like oh my god, I'm being recorded, they they might you you know a uh, 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 stutter or um uh, second guess what they're saying because they it's it's being recorded, right? Yeah. So, um. You got to, you know, I got to see at least from all the the background I'd had in music production, different 
forms of, <laughs> I guess, like mental exercises in ways that you can make someone feel calm and at peace. And that way, it doesn't matter if they're being recorded. The focus is just a conversation. There's mm-hmm. no concern over, is, is there going to be too much reverb on my voice? What's the compression you're going to do on this? Is the room sound okay? Which is good and bad, right? Because when you when you try to make any form of an audio podcast, especially now, right, in like, you know, COVID era, um, you, there's a compromise you have to make in the quality of the recording and the quality of the conversation, right? Yeah. Somewhere you got to hit some form of a middle ground. It's like, look, I cannot b- bring a Neumann massive like tube microphone to capture the true warmth of your voice and the the ambience of the room and the vibe that you feel right like it's fine you're not recording you know Paul McCartney singing let it be right like you you want to get the the sound of the story uh right and so you can do that over zoom you can do that over airpods um it's it is possible, but it's like making sure that that person feels safe, right? Yeah. Like to summarize, the easiest thing is you just want to make someone feel safe and aligned. And I think for me, podcasting worked really well too, in the fact that I am not. I think some people think I am a journalist now, and maybe I am f- from some way, but like I am not a journalist in the sense that. Um, I'm unbiased and I and I don't reveal anything about myself and I keep it just on the subject um, because those people are out there and they're far better than anything I could ever be. And so my goal is to just have a conversation. And in any conversation, just like what I would witness with really great music producers. Want to hear the rest? Then please consider supporting me on Patreon. When you do, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus podcasts just like this one. There's other fun stuff upper tier contributors get too. Bottom line, your support will help me spend more time doing what I love, which is producing this podcast for you to enjoy. Head to patreon.com forward slash finding DW. That's F-I-N-D-I-N-G-D-W. There's also a link in the episode notes.